Hello, and welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Andrew Clyden, and last weekend was Memorial Day weekend, and with that came a slew of new businesses opening up for the season, many of which opening in a different way than they had done so in the years past, many of them with some new precautions in place or other changes to how they're going to be doing business this season in wake of COVID-19. So for the podcast, we wanted to get some of those business owners on to talk about their experiences opening up for Memorial Day, how they handled the safer at home order and how they kept their businesses moving throughout that, and also what they're going to be doing looking forward to the rest of the season as well. So today on the podcast, we have Britt Unkefer of Wild Restaurant Concepts. That would include the Wild Tomato in Sister Bay, Fish Creek, Egg Harbor, connected to One Barrel Brewing Company, Clover and Ash in Bailey's Harbor, and Skipstone up in Sister Bay. And we talked a little bit about the nature of their business being a year-round business, what they did in wake of the Safer at Home order, how they changed things up throughout that order, and then also what they did to prepare to reopen for Memorial Day weekend and how that weekend went. So without further ado, we're going to jump into that interview right now. Okay, I am here joined by Britt Unkefer of Wild Restaurant Concepts. How's it going, Britt? It's going well. Thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Your episode that you did with us a year or two ago now was was actually one of our most popular episodes for a really long time. So it's great to have you back on. Great. So you are in a pretty unique position in that the, the restaurants and the businesses that you have up here in Door County, not all of them are... Uh, seasonal, right? You have a lot of year-round businesses. So when the Safer at Home hit, you had businesses that were running at the time, correct? Correct. All actually, uh, four of the five were operating right. at that time. So tell me, walk me through that a little bit. Uh, tell me what was going on maybe in the in the days before the order went down, what you guys were, were kind of doing there at your different restaurants. And then tell me how you guys handled the the Safer at Home and, and what you get, what, what steps you guys took to keep moving forward. Uh, after that hit. Okay. Um, before the safer at home, we started kind of what I call ramping up to have more precautions. Uh, we put the hand sanitizer out uh, at the door. We had some signage saying, please sanitize your hands. We put signage up everywhere for customers, kind of uh, reminding them to wash their hands when they're in the restroom, that kind of thing. Um, and then once Safer at home hit us. We went to carry out only and kind of the same thing. It was also a ramp up there where we did allow people in the mm-hmm. building at first um, for a while. And as I was watching essentially DHS and when they were saying we were going to hit our peak uh, death rate, technically, I guess speaking, that's when we went to, it was kind of a two week lag, but that's when we went to curbside only. Right. So, so we did it all in stages, just really watching um, the data coming from DHS, or Wisconsin DHS, uh, so that we were protecting uh, ourselves as employees there and also our guests and really trying to limit any exposure to them. So with, with the different wild tomatoes in Fish Creek and Sister Bay and Egg Harbor and Skipstone up in Sister Bay, you, you've already been doing, you know, takeout orders, right? That's, that's a big portion of your business even during the summer normally what changed during safer at home if anything how did you guys kind of adapt your systems to to deal with just the curbside orders with yeah and you're right we do you know about 20 to 25 percent of our business is carry out so we're fortunate in the fact that we're used to doing it um what we changed 
was really adapting our dining room to just being, uh, we moved the table to the side and we're able to put our boxes out there because everything was a box and really just kind of rearranged some furniture in essence to make it easier to get through the, the restaurant. Um, and curbside, I will say was a challenge, uh, as, especially once we hit some busier weekends, uh, and also fish Creek, we were dealing with road construction as well. Right. So curbside in fish Creek was turned into running the pizza about 250 feet to the curb. Huh. Uh, once we were able to get back into our parking lot, then, then it became a little bit easier, but really once it got quite, quite busy, uh, I had to staff up so much just doing curbside that it really wasn't too far off of what I have to do when I'm doing in-house dining. Right. Tell me about Clover and Ash. Clover and Ash was opened up last year, right? Were, were you doing anything out of Clover and Ash during the Safer at Home order? No, we we had opened it right at the beginning of the year, right, you know, around New Year. And uh, we were open for two months, and that the menu at the time really did not lend itself to carry out at all. Um, and so that one did remain closed until just uh, two and a half weeks ago. Right. And then did things change over at Skipstone as well? I know that you put together a video showing off uh, how things have changed now that you've opened back up in Skipstone. But uh, tell me about what was going on in Skipstone at the time. At Skipstone, it was the same kind of thing, ramped it up to curbside, but our curbside there, we were able to, we have a window that we're able to utilize uh, so that it kind of made it easier for employees and the customer. Um, They did have to get out of their car, but you know, it was basically very distant. So that one was actually probably the best curbside that we had um, in for sake of ease. Right. Um, but, but now we're back. You know, we got that one back pretty quick. And I've got to say that overall, especially at Skipstone, people were really, really happy when we did allow them to start coming back in. Uh, even just for carryout, they were just, I don't know if they were just happy to be out. Not really sure. Right. Yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned the the window at Skipstone, because that's something that I've seen some other businesses do up in the county so far. Uh, I guess my, my next question is, as we're approaching the order being lifted and you starting to open things back up again, were there any innovations or changes that you guys made that you think maybe was were for the best things that you might want to continue to practice throughout this season? Or are you guys excited to start moving back towards the way things were before the Safer at Home order? Well, we're, we pretty much got back to almost normal. Uh, most of our, our seating is very safe, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Um, you know, I think at both Fish Creek and Sister Bay, we're at about 50% capacity. Um, we got creative with, say, in Fish Creek on the patio, we've got some dividers that we put up at Clover and Ash. We did the same thing. Um, if I had to socially distance the tables in Clover, I'd probably only have three tables. Right. So we built some dividers for that as well uh, that can easily be removed once, you know, we're past this, whatever that might be, if it's comfort level or next summer is really what I'm expecting it to be. So the Safer at Home order lifts. Uh, how long after the order lifting did you guys start to open things back up again, or did you wait until Memorial Day weekend to start to open your stores back up? We, I was really hoping that we were going to get the weekend before Memorial Day weekend, so we 
could actually have a little bit slower weekend to practice, but we ended up not opening until uh, the Thursday before Memorial Day. So it's pretty much Memorial Day weekend is when we opened and invited everyone back into the dining rooms. So as you as you approached opening, what were some of the changes that you guys made to the dining experience, but also on the on the employee side of stuff? What what precautions or, or what things were you looking at in order to keep you know your customers and your staff safe? What what things did you implement? So all of our staff have to go in one door so that our managers can take their temperature. And as they are walking in, we position each of those doors so that they can wash their hands immediately. And then uh, we have a whole wall of mats and they each have their name on the hook with their mat um, so they can grab that, put that on, and then go into the dining room or the kitchen and start getting ready. Um, You know, and then vice versa, when they leave, they put those mats there. We actually uh, spray them with uh, hot sanitizer, wash them also every day. Um, so for the staff, that's the big one that they have to wear a mask, which already with heat is getting pretty tough for them, but they're doing, they're doing pretty good. Uh, we also at Fish Creek and Sister Bay, we now close in between lunch and dinner so that we can do a really thorough cleaning and sanitizing of the entire uh, restaurant and mm-hmm. dining areas, bathrooms everywhere. Um, that just really takes a little bit of pressure off of everyone and allows them to do a really, really good and thorough job. Um, you know, we were always sanitizing our tables in between people sitting there. It's, uh, a pretty normal practice in restaurants. Same thing with the the chairs as well. And, you know, certain things we're doing like our silverware, we part of the, the morning side work, they have to actually essentially portion the silverware and napkins into bags and we wrap it so that it's ready to go. So we're not doing it uh, during service at all. It's all set for everyone. Hmm. So, so that's probably the biggest one that we've done. Right. So you, you said you opened the Thursday before Memorial Day. Tell me about that weekend. What, what was it like at the different stores? How does it compare to Memorial Days of the past? Uh, you know, how, how were your employees feeling? How did it seem like the customers felt coming back in? To, uh, give me kind of the, the vibe of the weekend for you guys. It was very interesting weekend. Uh, absolutely abnormal compared to any other. Uh, lunches were busy. People wanted to sit down inside and out for lunch. Um, and with little carryout, say a lunch, and then completely flipped at dinner hmm. where carryout was through the roof. And I don't think that either of the dining rooms in Fish Creek and Sister Bay even filled up all at once. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it, it was very surprising. And then Egg Harbor was busy all weekend. Uh, the fortunate thing we have there is, a, uh, you know, it's one of those. When you look at the property, it looks packed, but once you walk through it, you can see that all of the tables are distanced enough. Um, and so there, I believe Peter, uh, who owns One Barrel, only is missing like six or eight tables hmm. out of the whole whole property. So really not bad, but you know, not only were we able to distance all the tables, but he was able to have a band that was all distanced as well. <laughs> right. It was really nice. Um, and that was just busy all day and all night, which was great. Um, but I think the, the different thing was 
so much carry out. And I think that at night, and I think it has to do with more day trippers over the weekend sure. than people staying here. I would bet, you know, that's just my hypothesis, but it kind of seems like that would be the natural. Uh, Zone had a great weekend. That was pretty much on par with normal. Right. So overall we were, we were down significantly over previous years. Sure. You know, uh, a lot of businesses up here seem to be taking a very cautious approach to both reopening up right around now and to the summer in general. But it seems like you guys took a lot of precautions and it seems like you kind of stepped up your game in terms of the the cleanliness and all that kind of stuff just to make sure that you're going to be as safe as possible. What are you what are your views on this season? I mean, are you are you optimistic? Uh, How do you feel about the, the summer as it's starting to unfold? Um, I think that overall, I think it's going to be a slower summer season for us. Um, you know, how much, I guess, is the question. I'm projecting 30 to 40% for the year down. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. Uh, you know, as if I look at my revenue for the year right now, uh, I'm definitely, that's where I'm running, if sure. not a little bit more. So uh, I'm hoping that July and August, um, you know, do well, but we'll see. I, you know, unfortunately, there was a lot of bad press that came out of this for Door County specifically, uh, nationwide, which was very unfortunate to see uh, how some people were reacting to visitors and such. So sure. it, it hopefully uh, that can be mended as well. Do you have uh, do you have any thoughts like on that about you know visitors coming up or or other businesses up here? Do you have any uh, do you have any words of wisdom or advice? I guess uh, just in terms of you know what you've learned from your opening over Memorial Day and what you're hoping to see for the rest of the season. Um, well, number one, I have to you know applaud all of the business owners up here. Uh, they everyone has done such a good job of getting ahead of this and knowing how to open. And I think it's really important for businesses to open at their own speed. And that's what it's all about. And also visitors coming out and local residents, it's all about their own pace of what they want to do. And I applaud all of them for doing that. If you feel safer at home, then that's exactly where you should be. And same thing with business. If you're not ready to open, don't push it. Because once you do it, it's hard to stop. Right. <laughs> um, we were ready uh, for Memorial Day weekend. It didn't tax us at all. The only thing that would have been helpful was getting our crew, say our summer crew in a little bit earlier just to practice more because a lot of the people that I did have were brand new to the restaurant. But it also made it easier to train them right away with all of the new protocols that we had put in place. Right. Um, You know, I was ready to open because I had been planning on reopening as soon as we closed. (laughs) So for me, it wasn't a stress to, to open when I did. Um, we, you know, as you said, we were open year round anyway. So I was ready to go as soon as we were allowed. Um, but I think that as far as visitors come, I think the best thing to do for people is to come up and try a day trip and stop in hotels or stop in places and see and ask what they're doing to keep everyone safe. Right. And to check it out. I, I think that really is one of the best things. And then plan your vacation after that. Um, you know, some sometimes obviously you're too far away to do a day trip, but just calling businesses and asking, um, 
I think is the best way to go about it or check their websites or social media and see what they are doing. Sure. Well, Britt, thanks so much for coming back onto the podcast and sharing some of the stuff that you guys have been doing at your different businesses to to try to weather the storm and to get creative and innovative this season. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what you guys continue to do and what other businesses are doing. And uh, it was really great talking to you. So thanks, uh, thanks a yeah. lot for coming back on. Thanks for having me, Andrew. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. If you want to support us at The Pulse, check out doorcountypulse.com slash shop, where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription, purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.